0: From the OneFire studio, welcome to the IMCA Peer to Peer Podcast, where we dive deep into technology, brand, social media, and other topics with an insurance industry expert. Let's welcome today's guest.
1: Hi there, this is Jim Flynn from OneFire, along with my co host, Natasha Suber from SCORE. And it's our pleasure to welcome you to today's episode of the IMCA Peer to Peer Podcast. Our duo of guests today are Beth Benhart and Mitch Dunford from the National Alliance for Insurance, Education, and Research. Beth is a Senior Director of instructional Design at the National Alliance. She began her career as a secondary education teacher and made the switch to the corporate world after earning her master's in educational technology. As we often hear on this podcast, Beth did not start her career or come to the insurance industry as part of her grand plan, However, she has spent the last nine years developing training programs for insurance and risk management professionals. She has experience with all facets of learning and development, including instructional design, corporate training, and learning management systems. Our second guest, Mitch Dunford, is the Chief Marketing Officer at the National Alliance. He is the former CEO of Wells Media Group, the publishers of Insurance Journal, and several other great insurance industry digital and print products. Mitch landed in the insurance industry after an on-duty injury ended his law enforcement career with the San Diego Police Department. Mitch completed his MBA in e-commerce during the big dot-com boom. His master's project was to create a digital marketing strategy for a local captive agency. Mitch is passionate about the industry and is an active member of the IMCA Board of Directors. Welcome, uh, Beth and Mitch. We are so excited to have you on board today. Thanks, Joe.
2: Glad to be here. Thanks,
0: Jim. Yeah, we're happy. Oh, Thank yeah. you very much.
2: Interesting how these two land ended up in insurance, <laughs> right? <laughs> Not a direct path. Yeah. Not a direct path?
0: No. Do any of us have a direct path into right. insurance? Not More than many. Sure, yeah. yeah. It's literally, there is, there's a few, but it literally is the best right. kept secret out there.
3: Great. It's
0: such a great yeah. industry to work in. And
3: that's why we have high school and university programs, because we're trying to recruit all those young Gen Xers or whatever they are, mm-hmm. or Gen Zers, whatever they are at this point to, to the industry, because we love right. it. And, exactly. you know, it's a great spot to land.
2: Well, Beth, mm-hmm. let's start with you. Your path from secondary education to instructional
3: design. How did you land? Yeah. How did you navigate that? Yeah. So I taught high school in Michigan for four years and then ended up getting my master's in ed tech. It's a really common master's degree for secondary teachers, especially. And realized there were there was a really great opportunity there to pivot over to the corporate worlds. And instructional design is something it's a term that people get very confused by. So to give a little bit of clarity on that, basically in the world of corporate learning and development, you know, our instructional designers partner with subject matter experts to create the content, finesse it, make sure it's digestible for adult learners. And so it was a really exciting opportunity to move over to the corporate space. And like we said earlier, I just kind of landed in insurance and insurance is great because it's ever changing. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of nuances. It's important that people that are in insurance roles get up Absolutely. to speed with. So it's a great decision. I'm happy I made
0: right. the jump.
3: Well, best pass, path may be a little bit more
2: straightforward, but Mitch, <laughs> you landed it in insurance from law enforcement? That,
0: yeah, it's yeah. kind of weird, isn't it? Share yeah. a bit
2: about how that worked.
0: I was a uh, in patrol in the San Diego PD. I was assigned to the beach enforcement team uh, for a few years and ended up getting injured fairly seriously. During an arrest, for those of you familiar with San Diego, it was down at the foot of Ventura Street by the roller oh, yeah. coaster in uh, Pacific Beach. Yeah, I bet. and uh, ended up having a couple operations. Uh, the surgeon that operated on me wouldn't take the liability to say that I was worthy to go back to the street and work. So I had a kind of a what they would call a forced retirement early from law enforcement. I can't remember how many kids Kathy and I had at the time. It was quite a few, four or five. I've lost track. Uh, But... uh, It's clear that's not how many today. uh, Yeah, that's right. The day's not over yet, Jim. Another (laughs) one could show up. I jumped into grad school, um, seeing the writing on the wall, and ended up getting an MBA in e-commerce back, like like you said earlier, during the big dot-com boom. When everything was going crazy. And my best friend happened to own a farmer's agency at the time. So he allowed me to kind of work with him on my master's project where I developed a website and a kind of a digital marketing plan back then for his agency. And that kind of led to my first job, which was with Insurance Journal and Mark Wells and all the great people over at Wells Media Group. And it changed my life. And I'll be forever in debt to Mark and that company and all the people there and everybody in the industry that's been a big help in my career. In fact, Peter Van Artrike, who's part of the IMCA and has been for many years, played a key role in helping to train me to understand the insurance industry and its, mm. its lingo, which is a, a big challenge for yeah. us in marketing we can hire great marketers, but training them on insurance can be a challenge. All I need to say is Inland Marine. And that's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. You hear the term Inland Marine and you assume that it's something <laughs> like speed boats or ski boats or something. <laughs> right. It's not. That's
3: the case. <laughs> so
0: That's how I kind of got my start in the industry and why we started this introduction to insurance for marketers program to help marketing people understand our industry. Nice.
1: Well, can you tell us before we dive into that, and, and that's the topic today is the introduction to, to insurance for marketers. Um, tell us a little bit about the National Alliance. Uh, most people are familiar with it when you see you initials like CIC behind somebody's name on their business card. And, and often we're talking about producers, uh, not marketers. So uh,
0: yeah, just tell us a little bit more about the National Alliance. You bet. Uh, The National Alliance was uh, born in 1969. Uh, One of our co-founders, Dr. William T. Hold, was a professor at UT here in Austin, Texas, and he was approached by a group of Texas independent agency owners, uh, one of those being uh, Jim Rubel, who was an agency owner, I believe, in uh, San Antonio, who approached uh, Dr. Hold and said, hey, we need to start an education company. We need to help our agents here in Texas understand policy language and the, and the, the, the art and science of insurance and risk management better. So they got together and launched the CIC, the Certified Insurance Counselor Program, and, and the rest is history and since 1969, the organization has grown and evolved. We've added four other designations for risk managers and insurance uh, professionals. And that's kind of how we got our start. And we, our mission, we're a nonprofit organization. Our mission is to truly elevate and inspire every risk and insurance professional in the business to help them grow not only personally but professionally. And that that's what that's what we live for. We love to see the impact that education has on people's lives and their careers. Nice.
2: Mitch, Will tell us a bit about how the insurance for marketers program originated.
0: Yeah, you bet. Like I like I mentioned earlier, um, as being part of the IMCA and rubbing shoulders with all these amazing marketing professionals. And having experienced it myself, get going from one industry into another, uh, I recognized that there was a gap, that we had these great marketers, but did we have a way to help to easily educate them on some of the fundamentals of insurance so that they, when they went into meetings, they kind of had a, an understanding of what was being talked about and could start to connect the dots between marketing and the industry itself so uh, I approached the leadership at the IMCA and we partnered together to create this, this program. Beth can talk about the details of the program here in a minute, but it's an online program that walks marketers through a simple program on insurance. And that's how we got our started. So we worked together on it um, and we split the revenues 50, 50 with the IMCA on uh everybody that participates in the program and it was launched i believe a couple of years ago and it's performed very well we've received a lot of great feedback just on how it helps people understand the basics neat
1: well well beth looking at it from an instructional you know design uh standpoint you know uh, you know tell us a little bit um you, you know, about what that looks like so you know how you how you built that out and you know if actually, before that, if you can give our audience just a little bit of background on, you know, it, what instructional design is and exactly, you know, how that works as it relates to uh, the work that you do every day.
3: Of course. Yeah. Traditionally, we see a lot of former educators like myself kind of being funneled into these instructional design roles, whether it's doing internal training and development for an organization um, or doing, you know, work for a training vendor like the National Alliance for Insurance Education and Research. And what we'll do is we'll partner with a subject matter expert um, to create coursework. So at the National Alliance, that's our academic directors. Um, They're wonderful. And we have a great partnership with that team. And so they'll kind of create what we call the raw curriculum for the course. And then the instructional designers come in and they make the content more digestible, finesse it so that it's effective and engaging for participants. Like I said, a lot of former teachers fall into this role, but Actually, now they're crafting university programs around instructional design so anyone can really go into that role. um, And I would always recommend it. I love my job. (laughs) Mm -hmm. In terms of the Introduction to Insurance for Marketers course, that's a three hour self paced course, um, which is available on our learning management system. It's very dynamic. It mirrors the learning guide that we have for the course, which is essentially the textbook, you know, the content that we put into that um, e-learning offering. And, you know, it has a lot of clickable activities. It's very engaging. You can take it on your computer. You can take it on your cell phone, your iPad. Um, So it's mobile responsive, which is really nice. There's knowledge checks throughout the course to make sure that you you fully understand the content as you're going through There's multimedia clips in there, whether it's videos that our media production team has put together, or I think there's actually some clips from an old IMCA podcast in there as well. So (laughs) um, partnership makes sense there. But in terms of what you'll learn in the course, it starts with an overview of the terminology, most important terms in the insurance industry. And we all know Mm -hmm. there's a lot. There's So many acronyms in the insurance industry, and it can be really baffling when you first join. So that's kind of the intro to the course. Goes into a little bit of, you know, history of insurance, Lloyd's of London, fun stuff. Talks about how the insurance industry is regulated and how insurance companies are structured. And then it finishes off with some methodology for marketing insurance products and services. So, Really good overview of the industry in general, and then some great snippets that are really tailored to um, somebody who's in marketing at either an insurance agency or a carrier.
1: You know, it was interesting at the IMCA conference in 2019 uh, in Minneapolis, there there was this – so pre-pandemic, and there was this huge discussion about – there were so many people and it was just, it was just ironic that it happened at the same time, but so many people that were at the conference were talking about how they had great new marketers on their team uh, that came from other industries. And they said, the learning curve is so steep. These are such smart marketers, but it's just taking us literally years to get them up to speed on it. uh, We wish there was something. Um, and you know, that really started a lot of conversations at the IMCA board level of how do we do that? How do we help? You know, and, and, you know, as Mitch described earlier, you know, you know, you know, this was the, this was one of the answers to, to really do that. We'll take a quick break and come right back.
3: Are you looking to take your company's growth to the next level? Look no further than OneFire, the RevOps-focused marketing agency that specializes in helping insurance companies grow. Our expert team of strategists, marketers, and HubSpot specialists will help you optimize your marketing efforts and maximize your ROI. From lead generation to conversion and retention, OneFire has you covered with our deep insurance industry expertise and modern approach to growth. Don't let your competitors leave you in the dust. Ignite your growth with OneFire. Visit us today at OneFire.com.
1: Mitch, you had mentioned feedback that you've you've received from uh, individuals who've taken the course. I assume you've also got some feedback from uh, companies who have been the
0: sponsors of those individuals or teams. Exactly. And the uh, course itself has accomplished the mission. It does give people an easy, like Beth said, it's only three hours. It's all online. You pop in, you, you go through a few learning objectives, you can pop out, then pop back in. And at the end of the three hours, as a marketing person, you're going to have a really solid, fundamental understanding of some of the basics regarding the industry with how it's turned out and the feedback that we've received.
2: Identify. Identify the ways, you know, the, the materials and topics that you would incorporate into this, this um,
3: program. We have a whole suite of intro courses that we've rehabbed and refreshed over the years. We have um, just our generic introduction to insurance, which um, is not tailored to marketers. We have intro to risk management, intro to insurance operations, Intro to Commercial Lines, Personal Lines, Health Insurance, and Life Insurance. And all of those courses really went through a lot of ideate, empathize, and define sessions to figure out truly which content needed to be in those courses for an introductory audience. Um, And so that was a labor of love um, in 2020 and 2021. And we've gotten really good feedback on that whole suite. When we're talking specifically about the marketing course, we took a lot of the curriculum that was already in, you know, our intro series and tailored it for, uh, you know, somebody who is new in a marketing role in the insurance industry. So we had some content to work with and then um, we were able to leverage our subject matter experts to make it more tailored, like I said, to marketers.
1: I was looking at, or rather, as I was uh, going through the introductions, one of the things that it um, that was in your bio is you talked about leveraging artificial intelligence. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, oh, look at that. You, you got excited there. I, I could tell. <laughs> you know, that, AI seems to be a part of every conversation we have these days, uh, You know, whether it's over the uh, the dinner table, a cup of coffee, or on the IMCA Peer to Beer podcast, uh, but can you tell us how you leverage AI on uh, uh, on just education in general.
3: Several ways that we're working with AI at the National Alliance. One of them is um, to create realistic role play scenarios for some of our soft skill courses. And so we just released a three hour suite um, of customer service courses and they have quite a few role play simulations that call out to open AI to make the role play realistic and different every single time that you go into it. So I can take credit for that. One of our amazing instructional designers on my team figured out how to make that work. Robert, shout out to you. Um, but and we've gotten really great feedback on that. Another way we're leveraging AI is actually to release a knowledge bot for our high school and university students in Texas. We got a generous grant from Texas Mutual. So they're funding a portion of that bot. And so the students as they're going through our high school and university curriculum can query it um, in real time just like they would chat GPT. Um, But it's our tried and true curriculum that they're getting as an output for that. Um, So they know it's (laughs) not garbage um, like they might get out of OpenAI if they don't ask the right question. (laughs) And then to develop curriculum as well, you know, sometimes we'll have, for example, our mega courses, which we do as update options for our CIC and CRM designation holders, we offer on-demand versions of our webinars and part of that is to include knowledge check questions, you know, throughout those webinars to make sure that they're paying attention and that they're actually learning something when they're getting their update credit. So we'll run those transcripts through ChatGPT and it outputs amazing knowledge check questions. So it saves our instructional designers from some of that more monotonous work of reviewing webinar footage. Um, And lets us do more strategic tasks like creating the intro to insurance for marketers, course.
2: Um, Incorporating the use of AI or I mean, just because that is newer um, sort of in the program, the the marketers program in some way. Or how do you in, in addition to that, I guess, how are you continuously updating the material? Because, you know, the industry changes. And so are you keeping that program
3: fresh? Absolutely. For, you know, we just refreshed our whole intro series, depending upon may do that basis. It may be every couple of years, but we do have a regular update cycle for all of our courses to make sure that we are, you know, staying on top of industry trends and technology like AI. You know, once you take this course,
2: people who come in, they may learn something a little bit differently because this, you know. It, it's it's whatever is new at the time you may, you know um, that that you may add to the program. So I think that's great to know that it's, it's topical and relevant.
0: I recommend that if, if there's a marketing professional that takes this program, but let's just say they are focusing exclusively in commercial lines marketing, they could roll over and take the introduction to a commercial lines and go get a deeper dive into the their specific area that they've been assigned to. Or personal lines or risk management, it just depends. There are so many options here at the National Alliance as far as education.
1: See many marketers uh, taking those uh, other I, 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 I've not heard of that as people thinking that way. It sounds like a fantastic idea. Do you, do you see much of that?
0: I haven't. Um, I know I mentioned Peter Van Artreich earlier. Peter, years ago, Uh, went on and got earned his CIC. And he, he will tell you that he believes that that was a a major step in his ability to connect with his clientele, because not only did he understand the issues, he was able to rub shoulders with these people at the National Alliance programs. Only CIC that I know of that is a, not an insurance, really an insurance professional, but a, a marketing
1: right. communications. Oh, I would agree. If um, if somebody is interested in in registering for the program, how do they do that? What's the
0: cost associated with it? Are there group discounts? All of that. Give us a lowdown on that. This is a 50-50 partnership with the IMCA. So you can go to the IMCA website, which is www.imcanet.com. In fact, the IMCA just launched a new beautiful Mm -hmm. website. So you can, yeah, that's right. It's it's amazing.
3: I just, I was just looking at it. It really is.
0: Yeah. And you can click there's, I think there's a tab at the top of the page that says knowledge link in the top right-hand corner. You can click on that and you'll see the intro series. You can scroll down the homepage and there's another link. I think it's halfway or three quarters down the homepage of the IMC website. Or you can go to the National Alliance website, which is scic.com. And in the search bar at the top of the homepage, just type in intro to insurance for marketers and it will come up. It's $99. Like I said, we split the revenues with the IMCA to help, help them. And you're off and running. Say that you're a CMO uh, or another leader inside an agency or a carrier somewhere and you've got 12 new employees you want to run through it, either contact the National Alliance or the IMCA and we can work out some type of package deal for you. Just give us a call.
3: This is relevant for tenured marketers in the insurance industry because I know a lot of people in that position that still have a knowledge gap, um, Mm -hmm. you know, not knowing what questions to ask of their CEO. So even if you have been in marketing and insurance for a few years, this is still a relevant course for you and can really help to, um, you know, solidify your role and make you more effective in it. Beth, and especially because you're
2: continuously updating those curriculums, at least annually, if not more. So Mm -hmm. absolutely learn something new. There's so much to learn
3: in the industry. Learner. I can't say that enough times.
1: Well, at the, at the rate of change in this industry, there, you have no you have no option other to than be a, a lifetime learner. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there are some things that have not changed for a lot of years, but there is a whole lot that has rapidly changed in the industry. So this is good yeah. stuff. You, mentioned, you both mentioned uh, the IMCA uh, new website, which is uh, really exciting. I want to give a, a little shout out um, and a little love to the Nielsen Marketing Group. Uh, they did that uh, that behind yes. the scenes work, the design and the programming of it, and all, uh, and it, yeah, it turned out uh, beautifully. And uh, free partners out of London did the uh, the uh, rebranding uh, that was introduced mm-hmm. last year, and that's all reflected on the website. And so that was uh, we were able to leverage all of that. So uh, great work from both of those IMCA partners. Uh, really appreciate right. their their help and uh, their continued support of the industry
2: and the national Alliance who we've, uh, who's on today with us. Thanks so much for your partnership. You're this right. has been excellent. Um, and we've heard some great feedback about the program, which is why we wanted to to have this opportunity to, to talk to you both.
0: For inviting us. Yeah, it's absolutely.
1: If any of our guests want to get a hold of either of you, what's the best way for them to do so?
3: Both of us are on LinkedIn, Uh, Beth Benhart or Mitch Dunford. Message us. Um, Also, you can always go to our website um, and, you know, contact us through there.
0: Jim, I'll even give my email if anybody wants to email me. That is mdunford at scic.com. would love to hear from folks. Perfect. Perfect. And that's
1: D-U-N-F-O-R-D. Yep. correct yep
2: remember what maybe was it a year ago that we spoke to kathy done for a year she yes, was incredible yes, yes. She, oh, she is incredible she gave great insight a year or so thank ago. you she's got oh, she, does. she, she does. does
1: hopefully we'll be able to uh to snag her one of these uh, years for the imca conference to be able to uh oh,
0: well, that, yeah she, she would love that. that for our listeners i Kathy's my wife and she's had some medical challenges this year. So we've kind of had to slow things down here at the Dunford house for a while, but appreciate that well, feedback. I'm she's, sure she's uh, not
1: an easy lady to slow down.
0: A, a part of the <laughs> problem. The problem. <laughs> yes.
2: Or, or, <laughs> well said, best. We miss her and look forward to <laughs> yeah. connecting with her again soon. I will. She was a, a reports to be oh, reckoned with. Absolutely. Thanks, Natasha.
1: I appreciate you spending time with us today. Uh, This is Jim Flynn from One Fire, along with my co-host Natasha Suber from SCORE. and It has been our honor and a pleasure to spend this time together along with our guests, Beth and Mitch. Thank you again for being part of today's episode of the IMCA Peer-to-Peer Podcast.
0: The Peer-to-Peer Podcast is a presentation of IMCA. To learn more about today's episode and listen to other episodes, visit imca.net.com. This has been a production of OneFire.